Welcome to the Entourage Podcast. My name is Paige Scott, and I'm going to be your host. Entourage Ministries gets its inspiration from Psalm 6811 that says, The Lord gives the command, and a great army of women proclaim the good news. Entourage is a multi-generational, multi-denominational, multicultural women's ministry based in Durant, Oklahoma. Join us today as we dive into truth from the Word so that your heart and spirit may be encouraged. Hey everyone, welcome to the Entourage Podcast. This is Jesse Salee. I am the Worship and Media Coordinator for Entourage Ministries, and it is May 2021, and you can find me in our cut flower garden most days. Um, we have a summer cut flower garden here at Entourage. If you haven't heard of it, it's called Chispa Cut Flower Garden, and we start summer flowers all directly from seed. And we give them away and love on women and minister to people in our community, giving away uh, what we've freely received so we freely give. And I have something specific that's been on my heart and something that I share often, and I just wanted to come on here and share it with you. I just wanted to speak to women who are child bearers who have not yet had children. I want you to know that God is still working, that God is a God of miracles, that there are women right now that are struggling with childbirth, and there are women right now who wish with all their might that they have a child. And the Lord hears you, and the Lord grieves with you, whatever the issues are, but He's also the God that holds everything in His hand, and He moves in mighty ways. And miracles that we've heard him do before are miracles that he can and still does today. So I just want to pray, opening up really quick, about the capability of what women have to birth, to carry life inside of them, life that's created inside of them, to carry it to full gestation and to birth life into the world Let's just go ahead and pray really quick. Father, I just lift up woman, female women and their ability to carry things. I lift it up to you. I thank you for how you wonderfully made us in your image. I thank you that you made us to be the perfect helpmate and partner and co-laborer to male, to men. I thank you for life that comes out of the fruit of marriage, how sacred it is, how beautiful it is, Lord. I thank you that I um, have a wonderful marriage. I thank you that I have a beautiful girl, and I thank you for children to come and things that I can carry. But Lord, right now I just lift up women's ability to carry things. Father, there's things that we carry and produce to full gestation and bring it into this world that are not life-giving. It's death-giving, death-ensuing. We carry heavy things that we aren't supposed to carry. Um, We end up hurting others instead of encouraging each other. So, Lord, I firstly pray for any of that. The burdens that we carry in this world be light and be an easy yoke only from you. May you destroy everything else. May it dissolve. May it not come to pass. 
Um, and may we only be life bearers, not death bearers, Lord. And all of these women that you know, Lord, that are ready to bring life into this world, including me, even though I have one beautiful child, I would love another. I would love more than one more. So, Father, I just ask all these women who call on your name, who give us long life and the blessing of children to make this so be our future. We know that that's what you will for us, Lord. We know that generations upon generations are supposed to carry your name and advance your kingdom. So, Father, we proclaim your name and we give our children to you. May they be raised up in your honor and your glory and for our good, Lord. And may we carry life with us. We love you, Lord. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this time in this world and what you are doing. May we not look on what the world's doing, what the enemy's doing, what our flesh is doing, but may we die to that and live, truly live. In your name I pray, amen. So ladies, I um, really love to encourage people. I love to just listen to the small words that the Lord gives me And I just love to share it to women. And one of my favorite things to do is encourage women who are expecting. And, you know, they really love advice. They really love getting advice. They, um, a lot of women, if it's their first time having a kid, uh, a child, they want to know what to expect in labor. They want to know what to expect as a mom transitioning, how to change their life, how to set their household up right to do that, how to switch around their vocation, or where's the best daycare. They're always looking for these things. And then you also have how excited everybody is. And and you also get advice that you may not necessarily want because everybody has an opinion all your aunties, your moms, your grandparents, your friends, who are also mothers, um, are very opinionated about how they did things, what they did, how they want your baby to be, what's wrong if they do it a certain way. And honestly, amidst this amazing, blessed time, sometimes it gets a little crazy. (laughs) But, um, But through all of that, I always tend to share the same thing with my friends and family when they're expecting a kid. And that is something that the Lord told me in the story of Luke. And we know a lot of miraculous births in the Bible, if you think about it. And the first one you may think of is Abraham and Sarah having Isaac after an impossible life without with being barren. Uh, They were just barren, and they had Isaac at such a late age because the Lord promised that to them. And then we also think about the birth of Jesus, how miraculous it was, and how the Holy Spirit filled Mary, and she was with child before she was even married. And But the birth, the miraculous birth I want to talk about is John the Baptist, that I think he kind of gets a secondary look most of the time. Because Jesus, the Messiah, who who has been waited for and, and we've been waiting for them for so long, 
um, he's finally come. And you hear about John the Baptist who's making the way, but get out of the way because Jesus is here. And so I just wanted to back up a minute and talk about this miraculous birth of John the Baptist and his father, Zechariah, and his mother, Elizabeth, that said that they were devout to the Lord and they were amazing people, but Elizabeth was barren. So they've never had a child. And in her old age... God decided to bless her. So right now, I just I just want to pause again and say that the Lord is willing and ready to bless you women. It may not be in your old age, but it may be a different miracle from the same God who does miracles. He's bringing children. He's bringing children and he wants them to be raised up for his glory and for your good. There's life. There's a life coming out of us. There's a life just flowing out of us. And I'm just ready and expectant of it. I have a lot of friends who are pregnant right now. I hope to be one of them soon. It'll be awesome. And I hope more women are. But I just see this outpouring that there's constantly death and there's constantly life. And this life being poured out is life-giving spiritually, not just physically. And God is God is doing the miraculous. So in this story, he did the miraculous. And Elizabeth bears a child in old age, and it's John the Baptist. And there's a whole story in itself, but I just wanted to get to the part that I share with my friends and family. And if you and if you've heard this before, um, I'm I'm so glad that I've gotten to share it with the rest of the world on the podcast because I've written it so many times in cards and I've told so many people, but it's just so amazing to me. So skipping to um, Luke 1, 57, we're actually well into this story. Um, and John the Baptist is about to be born. And it says in 57, now the time came for Elizabeth to give birth and she bore a son. And her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown great mercy to her, and they rejoiced with her. And on the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child. They would have called him Zechariah after his father. But his mother answered, No, he shall be called John. And they said to her, None of your relatives is called by this name. And they made signs to his father, inquiring, what he wanted him to be called. And he asked for a writing tablet and wrote, his name is John. And they all wondered. And immediately his mouth was open, his tongue was loosed, and he spoke, blessing God. And the fear came on all their neighbors and all these things were talked about through all the hill country of Judea. And all who heard them laid him up in their hearts saying, what then will this child be? for the hand of the Lord was with them. So I digress if you don't know this story. Zechariah didn't believe that he would have a son whenever he was told that he would and that his wife was um, bearing a child after being barren. And so uh, the Lord shut his mouth and he was mute up until this point where his mouth was loosed whenever in obedience he knew that this child was a blessing from the Lord and his name would be John. And I bring up this part of the story because I've noticed 
that we spend a lot of time in America talking about who our child will look like, what our children will be like, their personalities come out, especially after they're born. You're like, oh my gosh. Uh, For me, my daughter's name is Sage. She looks a lot like her daddy. So we spend a lot of time talking about how she looks like her daddy. We spend a lot of time talking about how she has personality like her dad even. But we don't spend very much time dwelling on the fact that this child that was born, this miracle that is half me, half Jed, well, she's also made in the image of God. She's also a miracle in life breathed by God's design and at His command. And and in this story, in John, you hear just like what our culture does. You hear a family saying, oh, he will be Zechariah. That was, that's what his name would be. That's in his family. That's his father's name. Zechariah is the name. But they know that God wanted him to be named John because there are things in him that are not from his father and not from his mother. They're of the Lord. It's And he's the only person that can carry it. He's the only person that does it. There's only one John the Baptist, and Jesus even said there will be none like him uh, before, and there will be none like him in the future. Um, And he has a very specific purpose. And so I just wanted, and it's just a very simple thing, but I know that life is coming. Life is shooting forth. There's always people coming into this world. But God, God is ready to celebrate these unique giftings and the unique anointings coming into this world. That even though our children are from us, thank you, Lord, for that amazing blessing to be a part of of the miracle that is raising children, having children. But God is saying, oh, just step back because your child may look like you, have things about you, but your child's anointed, set apart for things in ministry that only they can do, ways to love that only they can. I remember whenever I was pregnant with Sage, um, I heard clear as day, just from a small voice at three in the morning, the Lord um, take me to a passage of scripture. I can't even think of where it is right now in the New Testament about the measure of faith given to people. And that the Lord told me, Sage, our daughter, would have more faith than me and Jed combined. And that's not something I can cultivate in her by myself. It's something that the Lord graced to show me. And and I get to step back and see what this faith looks like and learn from my daughter about having more faith than me and Daddy combined. Not because she'll be like us, but because she's made in the image of God and she's destined for great and amazing things. And there's just things that your family would love to see in them. There's things that uh, Sage will grow up doing and our children will grow up doing because they're around us. But there's these beautiful things, like naming your child John, (laughs) not after a family name, but after where, where God has him, and seeing what God wants to do with him. And just stepping back and not getting in the way and going, wow, wow, Lord, that's amazing. One of my favorite books is Raising Giant Killers. 
It's by Bill Johnson from Bethel Church. He talks about stepping back and watching (laughs) kids uh, grow up in the likeness of the Lord. And it's awesome if you want to read that. And um, that's really all I had today. Um, I'd love for you to go to Luke 1 and read about the miraculous birth of both Jesus and John the Baptist. But whenever you get to Luke 1, 57 through about 65-ish, 66, um, and you listen to that family say, why isn't he named Zechariah? And John and and Zechariah in his obedience says, no, his name is John because he's destined for these amazing things to come, to clear the way for Jesus, to clear the way for, he's not even there for himself. He's there to point others to Jesus. So Father, I just ask right now as, um, life is going to be birthed. A new life is is spewing out everywhere that these children proclaim, make the way for Jesus. There's places in the world that have never heard that name. There's places in our town that deny you, even though they know you. And Lord, I just ask for us to make the way for you. May we not get caught up in our likeness and making little icons of ourselves with our children. May we get caught up in making people in the likeness of you, Christians, Christ followers, disciples of you, walking out the command to make disciples, baptize them, and teach them to obey all your ways. May we just break bread and share it with each other, Lord. May we not get caught up in our families of advice and what we think our children should be like, but may we get so caught up in who they are and how to raise them in your likeness. We love you so much, Father, and we thank you for our days that are numbered and are like a vapor, but are sure and true and for your glory. We love you. In your name I pray. Amen. Ladies, if you're local and you've and you've heard this, um, we would love to pray for you at Entourage. And I don't have any details about the event yet, but this summer, we or end of the summer, uh, we are going to have a baby shower for women expecting and women wanting to expect. And we just want to give it to the Lord. We want to give our children to the Lord. We want to give this life that's coming into the world to the Lord. And we want to celebrate the life that he's doing. And hopefully we get to celebrate with the flowers from the cut flower garden at Chispa Garden. Um, If you want to spend time with the Lord in the garden, um, it is here locally at 1104 West Alabama and Durant. If you want to just spend time there, pray, volunteer with us. Um, um, And we just can't wait to see what the Lord has in store. We want to pray with you. We want to do life with you. And we love you. So if this um, message was for you, let us know. And we hope that you're encouraged. And we hope to see you very soon. And hopefully at an entourage gathering and to meet in person. We love you very much and have a good day. 
Thanks for joining us today. For more information about Entourage Ministries, visit our website at entourageministries.com or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. 